Welcome to the Foxy Podcast, a bi-monthly show brought to you by Freeform Freakout. The show is produced at KMSU Studios in Mankato, Minnesota. And here on the Foxy Podcast, we try to dig deeper into underground and experimental sounds of the past and present. And welcome to episode number 147 of the Foxy Podcast Show. Hope you're all doing well out there, wherever you're listening from. My summer is quickly coming to an end, so I thought I'd take some time to highlight a bunch of newer music that I've gotten a hold of here in recent months, and some things that have slipped through the cracks on me over the summertime. I'll start things off with a track from this terrific album from Matthew Doc Dunn called Upper Canada Blues. Some listeners out there may recognize Dunn for his contributions to Matthew Valentine and Erica Elder's various psych folk excursions. But he's been active on various fronts over the past decade and has released some truly impressive solo albums over the past two years that have a timeless folk rock quality to them that is just so appealing. So again, from the album Upper Canada Blues, this is Flowing Waters. One, two, three, four. 
You're hearing an excerpt here of a piece called After Its Own Death, one of two that were tacked on to this release that Liz Harris, perhaps best known for her work as Grouper, that she recorded under the name Nivhek, that came out earlier this year on the Superior Viaduct offshoot label called West 25th. This came out of some residencies that she had done overseas and uh, put these together. And as the write-up states, inspired by, quote, the interior mnemonic device landscapes and curiosity around sadness. Themes not uncommon to her other work, but here much more. I don't know, kind of stately, grand. Really, really beautiful stuff, though. I've been enjoying this release quite a bit. In front of that, we heard just a beautiful track from a beautiful release from Laura Luna Castillo, who is totally new to me. In fact, I just discovered her work about a month ago when she had a piece come out on long-form editions when we did that feature show that was a part of that new batch that came out on World Listening Day and uh, this beautiful tape of hers called Folk Sonomies just came out adorned with this fantastic artwork by Sasha Lakowski but really really strong release one of my favorite tapes of the year so far easily Blending these really, really nice electronic songs, or sounds, excuse me, 
There's some like stringed instrumentation, some like field recordings. Beautiful stuff, and I think there are copies still available, so track that one down. If you follow the link on our website, it'll bring you right to it. And the track that I played was called I Breathe Trust. Part of that a very new to me group that I know little about, they're called the Vortis Group. This comes out on Anahuac Editions. So we played some stuff before from Spencer Dobbs, who runs that imprint. This appears to be a duo, though on at least one side of this tape, joined by uh, another duo to kind of flesh out their recordings, adding some additional instrumentation. Kind of a cool, breezy, psychedelic folk sound to it. And on the track that we played, a few beats as well. The piece that I played was called I Could Barely Believe the Shit from their self-titled release. Wonderful group from down in Chile. We heard from Glorious Navalis in front of that from a new split release on the French label called No Lagos Music. And they are probably best known for the release that they put out on Kai Records a few years ago with that nice kind of velvet underground thud mixed with some like traditional South American instrumentation to create this very hypnotic vibe. But they also had a, a record that came out last year that kind of floated under the radar, came out at the tail end of the year. Worth checking out. Really, really like this band. Piece that I played from that one was a live cut. It was called Higos. And this one's available in a very, very limited edition cassette, but also you can download the release for free if you'd like. We heard from the wandering soul that is Frank Hurricane from a brand new release of his, credited to both him and Hurricanes of Love. The release is called Life is Spiritual. Kind of a joint release. Comes out on cassette on Crash Symbols and as an LP on Feeding Tube. And of course, Frank spinning his uh, road traveled philosophy that uh, delves into such matters as uh, hanging with the juggalos and weed laced with PCP and all sorts of. Uh, tales, but done the true American folk, uh, just a true understanding of the form, and he's a really talented fella, and we played the closing cut from that release, it's called Chattahoochee Flow, and again, I believe I mentioned, maybe not, the release is called Life is Spiritual, and started off again with Matthew Doc done from that great record called Upper Canada Blues. You heard Flowing Waters. Getting into this next set, another joint release between Crash Symbols and Feeding Tube Records. This one from the Portland duo called Sea Moss. Very, very different from Frank Hurricane, for sure. Really hard driving unit that brings together these homemade electronics with this propulsive drumming and vocals kind of spit through this 
broken down, I don't know, microphone sound. But really, really like it. Reminds me of Skull Kodiak, taking it back to an old Minneapolis group. But I'm going to play a track from their release called Bite It Dreaming. It's a song called Appease the Please. <laughs> Knew I was going to trip on that. Appease the Peas, please. You're going to see moss.
from an incredibly fascinating new release out on Pentiments. This is from the Swiss sound artist Andreas Bossard. The release is called Piano Streaming, and I won't even attempt to add the subtitle. But it's a unique release in that it features an LP worth of piano work that you're hearing here. And then there's also a USB business card that features 256 little satellite recordings that you can play along in any which way you'd like to kind of create this sonic sound walk, I guess as they refer to it as. In fact, the piece for this side they refer to it as a self-organizing choreophonic constellation for flying sounds. And uh, if you have a nice stereo set up to play this one and then walking around with headphones or other things with the other things, it adds a really strange kind of sound world that's darting all over the place. And here, Bassard is kind of exploring the piano in all sorts of ways, kind of plunking the strings and hammering away. And uh, really, really strong stuff. And it's a limited edition, so if you're interested in it, I'd recommend getting it soon because there's only 160 copies. And again, out on Guido Gamboa's Pentiments imprint. You follow the link on our website, freeformfreakout.com, and I'll bring you right to it. In front of that, in a very, very different vein, some homespun, dirty kind of blues rock from Pony Payroll Bones out of Baltimore, who is also one half of the noise duo Pony Moon, who actually have a new tape out on that great Core Ardennes imprint that we've been playing stuff from. In fact, we'll probably play something from that Pony Moon tape in future shows. But this one came from a 7-inch split with Yes Selma, a uh, fellow bedroom artist from Baltimore, out on the Sarah Laughs label. We heard the track called Baby, I Ain't Russian. From our own small label, Round Bell Recordings, we heard new stuff from Clay Cantrell from his release called Baron Form. Happy to be able to put out some more of his stuff. Was always a fan, uh, really struck a nerve with me with those initial tapes that he put out on House of Alchemy. They really stood out on that label, this kind of hazy folk music. And I, I kind of feel like, and maybe I'm incredibly biased here, I shouldn't say maybe I am, but I feel like this is the strongest stuff, strongest songs that he's put out. And. Uh, if you're interested, again, Round Bell Recordings. The track that we played was called James A.G. Fantastic archival release in front of that. Called A Low Tide Rising. Explorations around the theme of New Zealand acoustic music. It was a compilation that initially came out. 2003 on Anthony Milton's great pseudo-arcana label from New Zealand. Here 
reissued on the For Damning Archive reissue label. And a lot of the stuff that's here is things that were really inspirational to me early on. It's some of the stuff that made me want to start doing this podcast, in fact, you know, this, the music that was coming out of this scene and sort of the micro editions on CDR and tape and lathes and all that. So it's really great to see this one. Features some of my favorites like Pumice, uh, there's CGA, G Frenzy, Swagger Jack, Anthony Milton himself. So great stuff, great heavy duty edition. And we actually played a track from Donald McPherson, who sadly has passed away since this came out. And uh, his guitar playing on that piece of his called Perambular is just fantastic. In fact, probably one of the strongest tracks on that collection. So check that one down. I know there are various places here in the States that have it, like Careful Catalog. I want to say Fusetron. Uh, track it down, really great release. We heard from a very short-lived project out of the UK called The Momes. That featured some pretty heavy hitters in terms of like uh, post-punk, kind of prog. Tim Hodgkinson, who was a member of Henry Cow in The Work. Mick Hobbs, who was also in The Work with him, and Family Fodder and the group Officer. And then Andy Wake. So kind of a strong supergroup trio here with their sole release that they put out. It was called Spiraling. And Mental Experience just reissued this one. It tacks on an additional 7-inch. And it's great stuff. If you're a fan of anything that came out of the whole cold, store, cold storage studio that was connected to this heat. In fact, this was produced or recorded by Charles Bullen of This Heat and Life Tones. It originally came out in 1989, but love this stuff. And if you're a fan, like I said, of anything kind of loosely related to that, you'd want to check this one out. Put a track called Mirror Egg from that release. And then again, we started off with that great track from Portland duo Seamoss, Appease the Peas please. There, got it out correctly. Moving on here with some brand new stuff. Well, brand new in a certain sense because Sarah Devachi keeps moving quickly and it's always top-notch material. This one comes from her album called Pale Bloom, which is a return to playing the piano for her. She's done a lot of long-form studies of like synthesizers and organs and stuff in the last few years but this is a pan piano based recording and it's a really really beautiful uh, collection of music here uh, the first side features three pieces that flow together in this three-part suite and I'm gonna play the middle of the two because it has this beautiful uh, vocal element to it that I want to include so here again from her release, Pale Bloom, this is Sarah Devachi and Perfumes 2.
to ride this Cosmic style groove through this talk break here. This is the fourth collaborative release from Tom Carter and Pat Moreno. One of two new releases to come out on Moreno's new imprint called Dexina. Put something from his solo release, our Decimus project few shows back. These two are in top form here. This side kind of slowly morphs into this pretty blistering take where Carter's guitars are on liftoff. Probably end my yapping before we get to that point. This is the A side. It's called Samja or Samna. And it's only addition of 100 copies, but I think there might be some floating around. What all that brand new stuff from Francesco Gregoretti? A new CD release out on Toxo, which if I'm not mistaken, is an Italian label. Got a couple of new ones from them. Great drummer that does all sorts of crazy things that oftentimes don't sound anything like the drums at all, but that one certainly did. It's a track called Ring Around the Rosie from the release Solid Layers Deafening Shapes. Another great collaboration in front of that from a pair that have been working together for quite a while, Alan Cordes and Aaron Moore. This one reportedly comes out of just some home improvisations that they did in 2017 using toy instruments, some smaller devices, acoustic guitar, drums. And uh, th these guys know how to do it. They know how to improvise. And I really like that track kind of plunking along. It's just a numbered release. This comes out on Gertrude Tapes out of Omaha. The release is called 2283. And the piece that I played was just called 347. Not sure if they're just <laughs> numbering the takes that they do. No idea. In fact, all the tracks on that one are numbered. But great stuff from them. Wonderful release out on Careful Catalog in front of that. The first full length from the group Shots. A trio. I believe a trio, though I'm not sure how they operate. It seems like they may work in solo, sometimes in tandem, and it's often hard to say what's going on with this group. In fact, this just seemed like some roadside interrogation, maybe hanging out under a bridge, banging on some metal or some cables as the traffic goes by. And I'm sure like many others out there, shots captured my attention from that compilation track that on Kai Records called, well, the release was called Nice Weather for War. Never really heard of them prior to that. But you'll recognize some of the names. Uh, Daniel DiMaggio, Home Blitz was involved. But interesting record and beautiful release. Careful catalog. I love the printing that they have and everything that they've done so far. This one's called Private Hate. And you can pick it up directly from the label and distro, Careful Catalog. 
massive archival release in front of that. The first from Giancarlo and Massimo Tenuti's label. Focused on the work of Enrico Piva. Who's the project that I, I know are the most familiar with is Amok that he recorded as kind of an interesting individual who was working in all sorts of things on the margins and little was really known about him but this is probably about as close as we'll get because it brings together some of his letters and artwork and other things over the years and unfortunately took his own life in 2002 so this is probably the most massive and complete look at his body of musical work. And what a start for a label from the Tenuti brothers. I'm still working my way through the, the, the few discs that remain. It is a five CD retrospective and wonderful liner notes and text from Giancarlo Tenuti and Vitor Baroni. His, his writing, in fact, is very, very uh, thorough. So if you're interested in a lot of the things that were happening kind of on the margins of uh, industrial music, sound art, kind of hard to pinpoint some of the work that he was doing, uh, worth tracking down. The piece that I played was actually credited or under the name Amok. And the name of the box is Anticlima. Again, those are floating around and uh, worth tracking down. In front of that, a new release out on Rester Records out of the UK. We heard from Ain Bailey from a new, what appears to be a new series on the label called Call and Response. This is Call and Response 1, where an artist composes something and then another artist follows up in response and what we heard was the response track in fact in bailey responding to jaco lee's piece called irregular atmospheric motion and this was a live compositional response that took some of the lee's work and then incorporated other field recordings um, along with it really really fascinating piece it's a 30 minute track so couldn't play all of it but you heard about a 10 minute excerpt from it and the title of that one is five car train to fremont again we started off with something from sarah devachi from her beautiful record called pale bloom and you heard perfumes 2 featuring that uh, gorgeous counter tenor as a part of that track I'm going to head into the last piece of music, and maybe I'll use a little bit of air quotes with that. <laughs> this comes from an older release that I've, in fact, never played anything from before. This comes from Graham Lampkin, an early publication out on Penultimate Press. It's called Millows, which is a book that features a bunch of bizarre photographs of Lampkin. And then this 20-minute collection of recordings that is really like a, a dialogue 
fictionalized dialogue, I don't know, with himself or what is quite going on, just speaking into a tape player. In Graham's bizarro fashion, but a really, really interesting one. And just only recently acquired this. So happy to have it and happy to wrap up this show with something from Graham, longtime favorite of the show. But again, this is going to bring things to an end. If you do want to check out the complete playlist, you can head over to our website at freeformfreakout.com and you'll find links where you can find out more information about each of the tracks or if you'd like to order and support these artists and labels, which I strongly encourage you to do. Or if you have any questions for me, you can always get in touch with me at fffreakout at hotmail.com. Check back with me. It's probably going to be about two, if not three weeks before the next show. Things are ramping up with work and other related matters. But we will be back and we'll have some feature shows coming down the pipeline as well. But again, let's finish this up. This is an excerpt here from Millows from Graham Lampkin. Thanks so much for listening. I was expecting a call. Right now. Please. Try it again. No, I know. I know the number I'll dial.
He wasn't uh, that bothered her, I think. I think he realised all this. I think, yeah. I think, I think he realised. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll write that down. I think he... So I wrote down, I think he realised and gave it to him. Could you just repeat it one more time, slowly, please? I think he realised. Okay. I let him know. I let him know.
never said a word. I was waiting there. I don't know, an hour? Huh? Two hours. No, 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 it wasn't two hours, but an hour. Certainly an hour, maybe a little bit more. I never said a word. How long are they? One of them's waiting. Yeah, one of them's just standing there, look. I don't know. I suppose I could ask her. Looks like they're saying something to each other. 